I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Albania. Now that means you need to go grab Google Maps, go and search up Albania. It's in southeastern Europe. He's a principal solution architect. He was first awarded as MVP in 2022. He's passionate about using technology to help others. He is currently focused on helping local professionals in Albania produce high-quality software and organizing events. He's the first ever Microsoft MVP in Albania. Uh, He achieved that, as I say, in 2022, and he's been renewed for his second year, um, which is an outstanding accomplishment. You can find links to his bio and uh, social media, et cetera, in the show notes for his episode And he just told me he's going to the Dynamic Minds Conference in May 2024, where I will be as well. Uh, Burton, welcome to the show. Yeah, nice nice to be here, Mark. And yeah, hopefully we can make it to the Dynamic Minds. Obviously, currently I'm focused mainly on organizing one summit in Albania, the first. It's... I'm, I'm doing lots of firsts lately because Albania is a small country and there is not much investment from other companies because the market is small also. So mainly most, most of the people are focused on outsourcing or consulting with other companies in worldwide, basically. So yeah. And the focus is to produce high quality software from Albania, but to also have help everybody in the world to do the same, right? And when I first started basically with open source and with the contributions, it was when I got to uh, see how fake XRM Easy was built. And that was basically the thing that kick-started my career in the dynamics because I got to understand a little bit of the internals of dynamics just by seeing uh, the way Jordi had mocked basically everything uh, with his library. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That was the spark, let's say, to help the community. And basically you get a lot better yourself by helping others. Tell us before I before I grill you, and I know it's early for you, five a.m. in the morning there, and this is your obviously first call of the day, waking you up. 
But tell me about food, family, and fun, and what is the best thing to do if I was to visit Albania? So, family, basically, I have a family of four. I have a daughter, which is eight years, and a son of five. Uh, my daughter has a Japanese name because I love the culture of Japan. Never been there, but it's one of the places I would like to visit in the near future. <laughs> and yeah, my son has an Albanian name, but it's he's called Rubin, which which is ruby, uh, the mineral. And uh, yeah, the Albania is a small country, but it's also it has a very diverse, let's say, uh, geography. You can find beaches, uh, which are compared usually to Greece and to Sardinia in Italy, for example. Or uh, we ha- we are in the Mediterranean, but we have the Adriatic Sea and the Ionian Sea. So you get sandy beaches, rocky beaches, basically all all different kinds of uh, beaches in this small <laughs> place like Albania. As you mentioned, you most people need to use Google Maps to understand where Albania is. Most Americans, maybe when you say Albania, search for Albany. <laughs> and yeah, it's you, usually I have to do the search and show them on my phone. Yeah, no, I'm talking about this European country here. We are not in the European Union yet. And that's like a blocker sometimes. But yes, uh, we are trying to grow. We are an ex-communist country. And that has been something uh, difficult also to overcome because... uh, as mentioned, we are a small country and the market is really, really small. So uh, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to grow a community, basically, and try to inspire other people to invest a little bit in showing that we also produce quality and not that you can find uh, cheap labor, basically, which is the main reason why most Companies might uh, look overseas from Italy, for example, to Albania to find, uh, yeah, to find consultants. The closest I've been to your country is Montenegro. So I've, I've been on your border. Uh, I haven't been to Greece, which is on your southern border, correct? Your northern border is Montenegro. Your southern border is Greece. Um, so I, I kind of been, I assume that it's similar to to the experience of Montenegro, your coastline, you know, the water, the Adriatic Sea, just a beautiful paradise, I assume, on the coast there. Tell me a bit about population sizing. Are you a large population? Are you, you know, what's your adoption of Microsoft from a, are you mainly working with businesses locally, as in so they're buying your services, or are you more supplying what you do to um, companies outside uh, of your country? Basically, the there since Microsoft has two parts of Dynamics, so CRM and ERP, uh, 
Um, on the ERP side, I'm not really focused on that, but there is a lot of market in Albania locally. But on the CRM side, uh, the market hasn't matured enough to properly invest in the CRM and they are missing a lot. So we are basically forced to look to other countries for consulting because, uh, and, and my main, basically my main engagement is consulting for an Irish, uh, consultancy, Irish partner. And, uh, I have my own limited company in Albania, but it is, growing really slowly because I haven't had uh, much time to invest and because of all these uh, difficulties that there is no local market. So we have to look outside. But if you consider working for uh, another country, basically most people prefer actually going there than working remotely, right? So that's one challenge that and that's uh, one of the main reasons why I'm trying to grow a local community and to invest in the locals, basically. And hopefully even the local market will mature a quick, quick enough uh, for basically uh, for us to invest in local companies also. So to start building products. Uh, my short Term plan, I would say. So in the next two years is to focus mainly on creating products on top of dynamics and not focus on uh, consulting. So currently I am like 80% consulting and 20% focus on creating products, most of which are open source because that's the only way to uh, market something from a small country like Albania. And then in two years or so, I'm hoping to have grown a team that has enough experience to actually build our own products and to switch basically to 80% products and 20% consulting. When you say open source, is that sitting on uh, XRM Toolbox? So uh, I've, I have, I've had different areas basically where I'm focused. Uh, mainly it has been XRM toolbox tools. I have two. I am mainly focused on uh, fixing other tools or improving other tools and not only on my own tools. Uh, also, uh, in the last year and a half or two years, I've been also focused in PCF components and I've built an open source library called Component Framework Mock which helps you basically write tests or storybook stories. And you can basically uh, develop your PCF component, gather feedback from all the stakeholders in your project without actually deploying that component in a dynamics environment. You can publish your storybook with all the different combinations and all the edge cases probably of your component and people have the parameters there they can play, even though they are not technical, for example. Uh, they can play with the parameters and give you feedback or suggest improvements or collaborate, basically. 
That's there. That that's amazing. As in PCF, of course, a massive growing area for people to develop and really create u- u- very unique uh, interface experiences. Uh, interesting. Um, on the XRM toolbox fronts, uh, I don't know if you've noticed. Do you think XRM have they renamed that recently? The XRM toolbox. I think it's called. Uh, I saw the other day Tangi, you know, who is the originator of it from France. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I saw him on LinkedIn call it uh, XTB, and I'm wondering if they're they're making you know XTB XRM toolbox. Whether they're starting to rebrand slightly, being that the concept of XRM, which came from years ago, you know when. Microsoft actually originally coined that term XRM, anything relationship management. And I'm just wondering if now, because things have moved on, so like there's a lot of people in the community that never heard of XRM um, because they're new to the ecosystem since, you know, that concept was in market. So I don't know. Is it is it now called XTB? Is that the new name for it? Uh, I don't think I... It's up to me to uh, confirm if that's a new name or not. Basically, I'm just building some tools on top of it. Uh, I think Jonas Rapp might have something to say about uh, that because he <laughs> always... He always teaches, has something he, to say about the naming, right? <laughs> teaches people how to say it properly. And uh, it's one of my heroes, basically, Jonas Rapp. That's why I mentioned it. He's, ah, he's a rock star. Yeah, yeah. he's really inspiring. It. And he was one uh, of the people, basically, that I've been following a lot and that uh, inspired me into giving back to the community, along with Jordi Montana from Fake XR Music. And Jordi, amazing guy as well. Yeah. Uh, since I mentioned Jordi, basically, I went to Automation Summit in the UK this year. And the main purpose that I went there was to meet Jordi Montana because both we, uh, we had no sessions basically to present there, but we just attended so that we could meet each other because we have been, uh, talking, uh, since 2019, but never met in person. So we decided to go there and, um, uh, He's so helpful that basically we are organizing the first Albanian Power Platform Summit, 28th of October this year in Tirana. And the co-organizers are Jordi Montana and Cristian Fernandez from Spain. Also, we will, I'm trying to make a big bang basically for this first uh, summit because we have also invited Guido Prete from Italy and Oliver Rodriguez from Ireland. So there will be four MVPs. I just spoke to Christian yesterday, and uh, and uh, you mentioned that Guido, he's and he, I mean, he couldn't ask for a nicer guy in the community. Guido has absolutely been around a long time, a rock star, knows his stuff, full respect uh, uh, for him without a doubt. So I think, you know, you've got the ingredients. If you could... Uh, you know, um, if you could share the link to that event to me, I'll make sure I get it into the show notes so people can find it. You'll know that, of course, that um, uh, Guido has got, he's gone and put up a uh, a website specifically for sharing events and where speakers can get involved and everything. Um, so good work. I'm, I'm really pleased. It's the first place where we have put it, right, in the community events.it. 
where this would say. Um, is is what's the main language spoken in business uh, in Albania? So uh, we basically have our Albanian language, but uh, since the dynamics is not uh, with a trans- it doesn't have an Albanian translation, and since most of the consultants are working for Italian companies, German companies, or uh, the UK market or Ireland. So most are basically communicating in uh, English or in Italian. German companies mainly communicate in English or in rare cases in German. Now, when you write your blog posts, your content, etc., are you writing it in um, English or are you writing in your native language? I am always writing it in English because I want to reach globally, basically. Uh, I, I've done the first uh, presentation. Uh, I've done it in Power Saturday, Italia, Italy. And I do, I've done that in Italian language. Uh, basically, I lived eight years in Italy when I was at the university. Um, I took it a little bit slowly. Uh, I, I've done five plus three instead of three plus two, let's say, bachelor and master's degree. Uh, I graduated with maximum uh, votes from software engineering. And in the meantime, uh, the reason why I, I took it a little bit slowly was that I was also doing jujitsu and I was participating in all the championships and I went even with the Italian team. I went even in Germany and Slovenia to do some championships. I wasn't the champion usually. So uh, there were lots of people more experienced than me, but uh, I, I, I was a strong fighter anyways. Basically I, I won my first fight with, only three weeks of training. And that's a pretty clear message you've just sent out that anyone wants to mess with you, they're going to take on a jiu-jitsu master and, uh, and uh, let's see who stands from that. That's, uh, I've always thought jiu-jitsu out of all the martial arts is one of the, the, the martial arts skills to have. I've, I've been to one jiu-jitsu class, that's it. I, it, it wrecked me um, and I didn't go back. Um, so full respect to you. I'm also, I just want to talk about a second there, your language, right? And English is a second language and how our community seems to focus around English. And, you know, it's my native language. And I take my hat off to folks that it's not their native language. And there's always this adoption of English, but I encourage you to 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 produce everything you produce also in your native language. Right, because what you do, you'll attract people that that are in your community. So I say, you know, I got friends in Japan, I got friends in Italy, I got friends in Spain, Brazil, all over. And I've often been asked, you know, should do I have to learn? Do I have to be really good at English, or I'm not doing something because I'm not really good at English? And I'm like, the world is oversaturated with English speakers um, in the tech space, but you're, you know, as a as a leader in Albania with your MVP title, et cetera, you have the opportunity to bring a lot of Albanians on the journey with you if you, you know, 
use your native language as well because it'll build confidence. They'll say, hey, he's like me. He's of the same culture, same country. Um, if he can do it, I can do it. And kind of like let English be a secondary thing, not saying move totally away from English if because you're obviously going for a global audience, but don't forget your native country, your people, and how you can enable and empower them because, you know, you're so many steps ahead of them um, on your MVP journey, on your community engagement journey. And I just think you could have massive impact in your own country. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, so blog posts, I've always written them in English just for the reach and the target audience mainly was, um, there are not that many developers and my target audience is mainly developers. I try to simplify their life basically, but I've also organized app in a day workshops for free in Albania twice. And the first time we organized it with Edith Kapsari, which is in Germany. Never met her in person. She's an Albanian. Uh, she's working in a, at a German company, head of the local uh, division there. And she she also is a community superstar, even though she doesn't have an MVP award yet, I would say. But... Uh, yeah, we did the, that training in Albanian language, even though the technical stuff or the platform basically doesn't have an Albanian translation and it would be a little bit uh, strange because most of the terms don't even exist in Albanian language or sound, sound too weird, right? Like if you talk about a flow, basically it would be like a river flowing, right? Here's, here's the thing. Back in the early days, you know, of my MVP, MVPs were often asked to help with translation. And this is back before Power Platform was in the Dynamics days. And so there is potential if you, if, if you, you know, had the means to do it, to create those translation files that can actually help Microsoft get that. Because as you can imagine, because it's a multilingual platform, they have got very good tight controls around how you bring another language on. So you could request those files, potentially go through it, do the translation, valid, get it validated by somebody else. And <clears throat> because the, the last thing you want is an American translating to your language, right? You, who, whose English is this, sorry, your uh, Albanian. Is it is Albanian? Is that what you'd call your language? Yes, Albanian. Yeah. So you don't want them doing the translation, right? You do the translation because you and you go back. I mean, I think there's an opportunity there as well. We have we have ERP which is actively being used in Albania, and basically one of the companies that I used to work for, uh, they actually have translated uh, Navision or Business Central now in Albanian language, and they have published it in the marketplace so everybody that is using business central can use the albanian language because they have already invested in the crm world is a little bit more complicated i would say because there is no official support for albanian language yet there and it is yet but it, it is also a lot broader i would say in the technologies involved so it it would take a lot more effort i would say to 
actually translate the CRM or Power Platform. For real, for real. Bidram, it's, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Time has flown. We're, we're at time. Thank you so much for coming on. And as I say, I look forward to meeting you in person at Dynamic Minds in May next year. Yeah, I will try to participate. Uh, even if I don't get a session there, I will try to participate as an attendee just to make this happen, to meet you in person. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again and see you next time.